All right, super excited to have Topper uh, with me at my first ever uh, podcast uh, interview with seven questions. I feel really privileged. Thank you, Topper. I appreciate it. I do. Super excited. Um, I've been doing this for a while without recording, so I'm honored and grateful that you agreed. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Well, the first question, we'll just jump right in. Uh, What do you think, Topper, uh, is the meaning of life? Uh, I think it's an absurdity, to be honest with you. I don't think there's any deep, dark meaning of life. I think that it's, uh, it is what it is. Mm. Uh, I know people who've, you know, climbed mountains trying to meet the guru to find the meaning of life and have been told that a wet bird never flies at night, to quote a very famous comic who used that line going up to find it. Uh, I I don't think there, in quote, is a meaning of life. It just is. It is what it is. Mm. Okay. Um, second question. Best advice you've gotten and used? The best advice you've ever gotten and that you've actually used? Oh. I got this several times and then I read it in a book called Seven Story Mountain where, by a guy named Thomas Merton who had been an advertising executive in New York a bit with a very big agency in New York and he did, did incredible things and he became a Trappist monk and he said he spent most of his life dressing properly and having the right knowing what the right foods were to choose and how to impress other people until it dawned on him that it's hard enough to live up to your own expectations without trying to live up to the expectations of somebody else's imagination. So with that in mind, I don't particularly care what anybody thinks of me. I love people to love me back, but if they don't, it's their problem. I'm a good guy. Mm, I love that. Thank you. Uh, I think one of the best advices I've, I've gotten and used is uh, never give up. Uh, oh. Never give up is the one I love because it's, it's just I have a little plaque of someone who gave it to me. And it just sits there and on my desk and I'm just reminded of my mission and passion. And each time I read that simple, you know, three words, never give up. <laughs> well, in general, that's true, except when all of a sudden you find yourself batting your head against the wall, maybe you should walk around it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, you're clever. You are very clever. In that case, yes. Yeah, no, there's one way, I have no comment to that, I think that's genius actually, yeah, in that case, yeah, do, do find another way, yeah, essentially, yeah, absolutely. find another way to get through. Um, third question, uh, do you believe in luck? Uh, yes and no, I mean, life is an, an absurdity, yeah, yeah, life is an absurdity, so sometimes, uh, you make a right turn that's very fortuitous. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was predestined for you to make that right turn. I just think you did it and you made the most of it. Again, most of the little accidents in life that lead you to bigger and better things are not necessarily because you were guided there. It's because you turn in that direction and you noticed the view and you wanted to see what was over the next hill and you took advantage of the new direction. So, no, I, I, I don't believe in the predestination. I don't think there's a force out there who's turning us in one direction or another. Okay. Um, what would you say has been the most difficult choice 
if in this case, maybe whether you believe in this question or not, what would, what, what would you say has been the most difficult choice you've had to make to fulfill your destiny? Uh, first of all, my destiny's always been a mystery to me. So I yeah, never, that's why I'm curious. I, did, I did not, I've never had those kind of goals. Mm. Uh, when I was in my 30s, a whole lot of people died, literally. I, I had three friends in my 30s. One was murdered, two had a heart attack, and they were all in their 30s when it happened. And again, I'm in my 30s. And I realized, you know what? Don't plan too far ahead. You better enjoy life today because you don't know if there's a tomorrow. And of these people, one of them was always waiting until tomorrow. Tomorrow was going to be his big time. He was going to make a lot of money, going to retire and have a really, really happy life. That's the guy who was murdered. Mm. Uh, and it was, uh, he was in his apartment. Somebody. All right, sorry, go ahead. So when I was uh, in my 20s, a store I had worked in when I was 18 had been burglarized. Mm. And whoever burglarized the store knew the merchandise, had a key, and uh, I was called in by the police to give it a polygraph. And when they give you a polygraph, they ask you the questions twice. So, what's your name? What's your address? Where do you live? Then they ask you questions. Did you ever have a key? Did you ever do this? Did you ever do that? Did you ever take anything that wasn't yours? And so forth. So, I took the polygraph, I took it twice, and at the end of the second time, he said, uh, he threw in another question. He said, have you ever done anything you've been ashamed of? And I said, no. And so, he came back to me a few minutes later, he said, you know, I asked that question a lot, and he said, and it said that you didn't lie. And I said, well, I don't think I've ever done anything I've been ashamed of. I may have done something I wasn't proud of, mm -hmm. but nothing I was ever ashamed of. Because I'm human. I'm mm -hmm. liable to error, and it's okay to make mistakes. And he, he looked at me and he said, people don't think that way. <laughs> I said, <laughs> uh, I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, but that, that was, it was true. Uh, and I've done a lot of things that are other people would say shame on you, mm -hmm. but I never felt ashamed of anything. I, first of all, if I enjoyed it, that was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, did, I never, any, I never did anything to hurt anybody else. If somebody else was hurt by something I did, it was their problem, not mine. Mm -hmm. It wasn't something I imposed on them. It's the way they interpreted the relationship to themselves personally. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that happened very often. I mean other than all of a sudden somebody decided they were going to be attached at the hip and I did not have that emotional connection mm -hmm, with them mm -hmm. and they didn't know how to accept that. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure you've been through that many times in your life too. Yeah. Because you're nice. Yeah. People have a tendency to think, oh, he's mine. Yeah. No, no. I'm mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that does happen. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's my clarification. There you go. Thank you. Appreciate that. Over and out. Thank you, Topper, so much. Really appreciate it.